Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Stage Coaching Podcast, where I help artists successfully navigate the pressures of their entrepreneurial careers. This is professional certified mindfulness coach Evan Dunn Baritone, and you are listening to episode 79. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo. Thank you, everybody, for joining me today. I had a fun week finishing another article for the MAPS Institute. And as always, um, if you haven't subscribed to them, head over to themapsinstitute.com. It is a free membership and you get access to tons of helpful articles, including a few of my own that I've written. I'd love to hear what you think about those articles. So head on over and um, give me a shout out on um, social media or you can write me an email, take the stage coaching at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. So besides that fun uh, writing that article, I ended up having a pretty busy week this week, which I guess is kind of normal. But um, Hannah and I volunteered with a group that planned a peaceful protest in our community. And there was a drive for things to send to Ukrainian refugees. And um, I volunteered because I wanted to help find musicians to perform at the event. And so I was able to find several um, singers, instrumentalists to perform to spread messages of peace, hope, love, and unity. So that was really great. Um, It was good to be together. I got to sing a song as well. And then we all sang I've Got Peace Like a River together at the end of the event. I'm just really proud of the organizers. There are students who live in this community. And we're busy with schoolwork and work and all the things that students are busy with. And they came through and planned this event. And I'm also grateful for everyone in the community who showed up contributing in their very own personal and powerful ways. And I'm glad that I could also share it with my kids. I was not prepared in the last couple weeks to have my kids try to figure out what war is and to try to teach them about war. I've discovered as a parent that there are many things I'm not ready to teach my children yet. And the world always comes up with new things that we have to try to explain to six-year-olds and four-year-olds and all the other ages. Um, My daughter, she actually, the day of the peaceful protest, she came home from school and she'd heard from a boy at school that Russia is is going to attack the United States and that they would take us all as slaves. And she just kind of came home in a panic And, you know, is it right that people in Ukraine are suffering and dying? Is it right that children should have to live in fear and wonder about war and wonder if their homes are safe? Is it right that parents have to explain to children about war? Of course not. 
You know, I cannot condone any part of it, but it is the current reality. And we will all do our part. We will teach our children whatever happens in this world, whatever comes up. And just as the Ukrainians are facing their current reality with bravery, solidarity, and I, my heart is broken that they have to do this, but they're facing the challenge before them. And that can be an inspiring thought for us. Um, I, not that any of my struggles compare to what so many people are going through in this world, but I had some struggles this week with some overwhelm. Um, I was thinking about war, inflation, finances. Um, I had kind of a conflict that happened at work. And I even caught a little stomach bug. It didn't really knock me off my feet. Um, I was able to keep doing my work, but I definitely was moving a little bit slower through all of this. So I had to do a fair amount of thought work about my life and how I wanted to choose to think about things. I oftentimes help my clients to reshape the way that they think about the universe. It's a powerful thing to believe that the universe is always working in your favor. Challenges come along. Of course they do, right? But if you choose to believe that you can learn from challenges and grow stronger, then you won't become disempowered and despondent, right? But for me this week, I just kept having this nagging thought of like, what if I just, what if I just don't want to do this anymore? And I, you know, just a minute ago listed some of the things that were going on in my week. But to add to that also, my baby just hasn't been sleeping super well. And I just was kind of having a hard time in my brain trying to deal with things that are going on and not having enough sleep. So I did something that I encourage all my clients to do. I sat down with my trusty journal and I did my morning pages and I jotted down whatever thoughts came into my brain and I had some major inspiration that I want to share with you. It's truly amazing how many heavy and draining thoughts we carry around with us all the time. Once I started to see these thoughts and I could question them, I was able to start seeing my life clearer. And so here's what came out of my brain. I realized that I was having that thought, what if I don't want to do this? And I know that this thought is distorted. I know that it's ignoring the reality of my situation and the things that I can learn from this situation. But I just, you know, I kept kind of trying to work on it in my brain and I couldn't get unstuck from it. And I'm wondering how many of you have ever tried to do what I talk about here on the podcast and ever felt just stuck on a thought. And if that is you, just remember it doesn't matter how strong the thought is, how long you've practiced it, or how much you just really think that this thought is true. Any thought that you have is worthy of inquiry. Any thought that isn't helpful helpful for you, it can be disproven and replaced with a more helpful thought. So I realized as I was writing that as I thought this, I just don't want to do this anymore. I was kind of envisioning 
my the my future life and and thinking of it as like this future that the universe had in store for me and it looked like a deserted island in my head i was stuck there i was scared i was ashamed i was struggling and frustrated and <laughs> You know, not really a lovely place to be. (laughs) But if I had chosen to believe that thought without questioning it, I would have continued to feel like there was nothing I could do about it. If I believed it, I would think that it was all I was worthy of being deserted on an island and that there was no point in fighting because the thought was just true, right? Believing the thought makes it true. But since I gave myself permission to inquire about it and poke some holes in it, I was able to decide whether I wanted to continue moving forward in my life with that thought. And I was able to see that believing the thought did not serve me at all. It made me feel really disempowered. And honestly, it created depression. And that's definitely where I felt my life heading while I was trying to sort through my thoughts this week. Um... And I didn't want to dive into that path that I have dived in so many times before in my life. So in some ways, it is true that life can hand you situations that are like being on a deserted island. They're not always happy roses and chocolate and bunnies and fairies. (laughs) Just making stuff up. And you know what? There really is no person that's immune to hardships. At least for me, I kind of always thought war was so far away. And now that there are talks of like nuclear missiles possibly and, you know, the United States where I live trying to be careful that we don't start World War III, etc. I realized that none of us are ever completely immune to war or to any hardships. War could happen to anyone at any time. And so trying to figure out how to have the best outlook so that I can overcome situations instead of succumbing to the situations is a powerful thing. So I kept doing my writing, I kept doing my inquiring, and eventually I got to see a new picture in my head. In my picture... Um, the circumstance of me being on an island was still the same. The different thing that I chose to believe was that while I was on the island, the island provided me with the materials that I needed to build a bridge off the island. And this thought, it seemed so simple, but it filled me with peace. It helped me to remember that all the situations in my life come to an end, even the ones that I might imagine as being hopeless There's always a chance for me to make a choice. No matter what is going on in the world around me, I can always choose to think about my own power, my own choices, and what I can do to grow. And did I still have a situation to face at work? Did I still need some rest? Was my baby still crying during the night? Is there still inflation? Are there still wars? Are there still financial Um, insecurities and questions going on in the world? Of course. But I was able to create a new outlook for myself. And 
for my own life, it was an outlook of optimism and even joy and actually continued clarity on how I want to show up in this world. Okay, so it, it this actually reminds me of season seven of the sh- TV show Alone. And I think I've mentioned it before, but um, there's a contestant in season seven, Callie Russell. I've never even seen the other seasons, to be honest. I've just seen this one season. And Callie was so amazing. I, I just want you to go and watch the show and watch this season and just see how amazing she is. If you haven't seen the show, the premise is that wilderness survival experts, they go out to inhospitable places and they see who can survive the longest by themselves. So they have no contact with the others. They just kind of have cameras and film themselves and then they have to survive. And Kelly was incredible to me because she constantly talked about how the wilderness and the land was providing for her. And most of the people that I have seen on that show, they do not have the outlook. They kind of talk about how they don't have enough food. They don't have enough warmth. They don't have enough of the right equipment, etc. They just see what they're lacking. But she also has this extremely realistic side Um, For example, she knew when her body was starting to get worn down when she actually just didn't have enough calories. But she consistently on a daily basis, probably a minute to minute basis, she chose to focus her mind on what she had received from the universe rather than what she thought that she should have received from the universe. And Byron Katie recently posted on Instagram and said, quote, how do you know that you don't need what you want? You don't have it. And that's the end of the quote. And I just really love that. You kind of stop for a second and you have to think about it because it sounds too simple. But if you think about it, if you have survived without something, then you don't need it. And if you tell yourself that you need it and that you should have it and that the universe is wrong for not providing it to you, then it just leads to frustration, right? Whereas Kelly, who I just, I think Kelly, I wish Kelly could be my spirit animal. She is seriously, she's just incredible. She woke up every day with a smile. She found ways to laugh and celebrate her existence. She gave thanks for everything, for each little animal that she found and was able to use to eat. And she lived this joyful existence with what we would consider from our lives, most of us. She had this existence of nothing. She would, like had a coat to stay warm and a few tools. I think she could take like 10 things with her or something. So she had nothing and she was able to create this totally joyful existence out in the wilderness by herself. So um, the religious leader Gordon Hinckley said, quote, anyone who imagines that bliss is normal is going to waste a lot of time running around shouting that he's been robbed. The fact is that most putts don't drop. Most beef is tough. Most children grow up to just be people. Most successful marriages require a high degree of mutual toleration. Most jobs are often 
or more often dull than otherwise, life is like an old-time rail journey. Delays, sidetracks, smoke, dust, cinders, and jolts, interspersed only occasionally by beautiful vistas and thrilling bursts of speed. And he goes on to say that the trick is really to have gratitude. And I know that sounds cliche. How could it be that gratitude is helpful whenever everything is going wrong? Well, just remember, the next time that you think, I can't be grateful right now, everything's going wrong, just remember that wrong and what's going wrong, that's only a point of view. Your circumstances are never positive or negative. I'll need to do an episode about this in the future so we can discuss it more. But if you believe that your circumstances are negative or wrong, then you will go around shouting that you've been robbed and your vision will be kind of cloudy with this frustration or this anger. And if you believe that your circumstances are just exactly what they're supposed to be, that they're perfect for your growth, then everything will be right. You can accept what is, and then you can also change the things that you can change and do it with a lot more clarity. And you can let go of so many battles and feel more empowered and more joyful. Okay. Anyway, I hope that you can tell from this that I'm not trying to be preachy. If anything, I get to live in my own mind the exact same way that you get to live in your own mind every day. And I get to experience the constant stream of negativity that my brain is offering just like you do. And just like you, I have this amazing privilege of taking time for myself to notice my thoughts, to choose more empowering and joyful thoughts. And these help propel me forward. They help me to make choices um, so that I can show up as my most authentic self. And they help me to make choices for the future that I see for myself. So if you would like some help with this journey, I would love to help you. Head on over to evandunn.com and sign up for a free sample session. You are worth the time that this will that this will take for you and so much more (laughs) also follow at take the stage coaching on instagram for um, extra helpful content i'm so grateful you know i have to say that i'm grateful to be feeling well today and i'm grateful that my work issue has been resolved and i'm grateful for the other things that I get to face in this world as well, the things that still haven't totally resolved. Each of these experiences gives me a chance to grow. And for that, I am truly grateful. So try to find your own thing to be grateful for today. It is a powerful choice to make for yourself and you are oh so worth it. Now stop waiting in the wings, go out and take the stage. In Boca Lupo! Thank you for listening to another episode of Take the Stage Opera Podcast. We love hearing from you, so please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material. 